Yes. Welcome. Welcome, people, to this convoluted mess <laughs> that we're going to be diving into. I am the bone of my sword, Zog. And today, with my dear, dear compatriots, Master Kells, uh, Command Spell Strange, and Noble Static. Thank you. I was, I'm not going to lie. Part of me was like, is he going to call me Sturvit? Servant static? No, 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 no. We are more sensitive than that, my guy. I say. <laughs> um, yeah. I I will say though, I did think about it. I thought it would have been a little um, uncouth. I'm just saying, yeah. not the week of Black Panther, bro. Maybe next week if we had done it like next week, like when Shazam comes out, sure. Maybe. When Shazam, <laughs> when Shazam comes out. That's yeah. the bar. God damn. Shazam. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, no, we're not talking about Black Panther or anything like that. We're talking Fate, Stay Night, the Unlimited Blade Works route. Ooh, yes. Oh, my and, God. And the 2014 anime done by Ufotable. I got heated in my search for Ufotable's Fate, Stay Night, Unlimited Blade Works. Because it's just called Fate Stay Night, and that's disrespectful to Studio Dean. In that I don't know the difference when I'm just like, all right, time to go watch cool shit. Um, Guess I'm going to look up, what is it, Fate Stay Night? Unlimited Dean Works? Is that what it's called? Maybe it should be. Unlimited Budget Works. (laughs) Which, you know what? Thank God. You votable putting in the absolute work. For it good. Yeah. And this is where that meme came from. <laughs> I think this was like the work that made um, Studio Dean, or wow, wow. I think this was the work that made Ufotable pop <laughs> off in a lot of people's eyes. And they're like, oh my gosh. Um, but like the Fate universe, or sorry, the Natsuverse in Studio Ufotable go together, like kind of like things that go together, bread and water. I don't know. Water and uh, peanut butter and chocolate. Uh, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> because they did. Um, uh oh my gosh i know the name they did of it zero they did zero yes but they did before they even did they, this they did um the whisper like the other natsu verse stuff um uh sukahime yes sukahime uh no no sorry not not sukahime uh, um it's the one i hate it but it's like the one where the girl like drowns and the person spit um Oh shit! See, everybody is uh, like, I can't think of the name of it for the I life don't like of me. Right that. Now. Um, uh, uh, I'm a like bad person all. for not Look. having it. Um, I'm at a uh, loss, my guy. Uh, I'm at a loss. It's like I know what this is, but I'm uh, in the same boat as you. I cannot remember the fucking uh, name. Not Zuverse. Um, it's uh, words. So uh, the anime. You got knives, Mel- melting blood, Tsukihime. Um, no, it's oh my gosh, Kagetsu Toya. Or uh, Koraki. It's the oh my god, what's the English name of it? Karanokoi. Yes, that. Um, the English Garden of Sinners. <laughs> there we go. I could not remember it for life. Garden oh. of Sinners. Yes. So right. Yes, oh. which is very good, mind you, and <laughs> very wild. Yeah. What you trying to put I this mean, on our list? I was. I was <laughs> trying to put it on our list. Is that the one where they have the specialize? Yes. Specialize. This is, we're talking about the Nasuverse. The outliers when they don't have specialize. <laughs> it's like Naruto. Uh, the clans that matter are the ones with the specialize. 
Or and every and everybody else is just trying to play catch up. Or if they can, I mean, I don't know. Naruto was like, yeah, the strongest clan is these demon eye users and people who really couldn't do anything special, but one of them could use wood. So yeah, that works. Yeah, this one did it better. I love how the most OP power in Naruto is like wood, but. Anyway, <clears throat> but yeah, so Studio hey. Ufotable has been with the Nazi Bros for a whole, uh, whole yeah, bit. a whole minute. <laughs> Meh. I I would I would posit no, only since Fate Zero, because Garden of Sinners came out in 2013, one year after Fate Zero. Now that oh, being said, that's, that's fucking right. ten years ago. So you know, perhaps my perception uh, is a little skewed of time. The yeah. first uh, Garden. And- and considering how much uh, production goes into these things, those two had to been worked on at the same time. Uh, the first Garden of Sinners came out in 2007, my guy. You might be right. Yeah, I, I didn't right. scroll down the <laughs> wiki. I watched it back then. I was like, I didn't uh, scroll down the wiki. Uh, <laughs> my bad. It's okay. You, you are, you are squarely, I was like, actually I correct. know for a fact. I watched it in 2010. I was See, like... I, I got my Google foo up. I do not have my wiki foo up. That's why this is so dangerous. Uh, it's the Google foo with no fact check. It's okay. I was like, anime, it's like, hey, you know. Hey, phone, shut up. I didn't want to talk to you. Oh, I wanted to talk to you, phone. Tell me about your life, your dreams, aspirations. But um, now you're going to have me watch a seven fucking Garden of Sinners movie. I'm telling you, it's a whole thing. And it has like a horror aspect that you would like to because yes. it's like. It's good. Um, next, but so, next October. So we know the next rabbit hole, but <laughs> besides oh, no. fate, next October we're doing it. I like yes. it. Yes, oh, yes. Uh. Um, but yeah, so like they've been, Ufotable has been there for that, and also, but like I feel like they popped off doing unlimited plate works. Like that was it. Definitely when they became a household name. <laughs> yes, like it was. It was a whole vibe, and like really just so, and I feel. So one thing I want to talk about is how it's not just a different animation. Some people say, oh, animation carries. Like, a lot of people just like the limited play works better than the Dean because of animation. No. It's because the pacing is better, storytelling is better, and... <laughs> uh, I'll argue the story is just better put together. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it's just a better time, but um, it, as strange... I, this, the Dean route has the unfortunate uh disadvantage that they tried to adapt more than just the one route <laughs> yeah they tried they tried to do like aspects of the whole damn game the whole visual novel it didn't work too well <laughs> oh, <is> this <laughs> they put a damn good effort in and for what they had at the time it worked this was way more focused and in my opinion a better put together product because of it <laughs> i would say it was definitely more enjoyable to watch not only because the animation i guess was a little bit better but like as you said the story and everything i'm sorry at first <laughs> zero was all right zero was like yeah okay this is kind of cool you know i'm having you know it's a little fun so you know for the most part and then dean was like oh it's such a Okay, I gotta get through it <laughs> it's but like eh and this one was like, all right, here we go. Finally. Yes. Satisfaction. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm just a fucking studio Dean fanboy, but I appreciate <laughs> and, and nothing you're saying is 
technically incorrect, right? <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed uh, I enjoy Studio Dean's Fate Stay Night. Um, and the Is fact that Ufotable doesn't go back and redo that route. They they leave it be. They move on to st- uh, Unlimited Blayworks and uh, eventually Heavensfield. And it, uh, I, yeah, no, Fate and Ufotable at this point can never be rent asunder, which <laughs> is which is just so exciting because Ufotable's putting out such fucking great work. Yeah. It's so Man, gorgeous. I um. Y'all, y'all keep talking about heaven. Heavens is it heavens feel or field? Feel. It's feel. Heavens like touch. heavens feel. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. So, Not so like let's. Poor, well, like, it's like okay. Let, so it's like is heavens feel just must be like you made every single bad choice in the game. No. no and that's how no, you get. No, there. All right. No. Let's touch on okay. this. I will introduce <laughs> this on the basic level, and we will get the experts' <laughs> opinion, uh, gentlemen. If you would so regale us when I get to that. All yes. right, so the, the whole idea okay. about uh, Fate Stay Night is it's an OG light novel that has three separate story paths. Same universe, same set of characters, different situations and uh, plot twists happen as you chase the paths down. So Studio Dean adapted, among other things, specifically the Saber Route. And, you know, the idea here being... One, it's a light novel, so we're breaking it up by love interest. And also the fact that the second route, which we deal with here, is not necessarily labeled at the love. We'll get to it. All right. Studio Dean did the Saber route where the love interest was Saber. Okay. Yes. Ufotable starts with Unlimited Blade Works, which is the second route. This, this game has three story paths. And that route being the love interest of Rentosaka but also focusing on the fact that Shiro Emiya uh, is a relevant major character and this focuses on his development, right? Yes. And then lastly, we focus on the Heaven's Fuel route, which is primarily focused on the development of Sakura. Oh, yes. Without giving... Uh, Without spoiling, yes. That's because if I said more about the Heaven's Fuel route, it would be like (laughs) a huge spoiler. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, right, she she was she was completely absent from this version, which I was like, yes, you know, I'm kind of glad because the last time which, she was involved got really weird. But yeah, uh, <laughs> not to, because Dean did adapt a little bit of Heaven's Feel stuff uh, in their route when they did uh, Face Say Night. Not to get too much into that, <laughs> but uh, they. You really have to ignore Sakura uh, in the game to actually get the uh, this stuff going. The moment you start paying attention to Sakura and going deep into their conversations, heaven feel starts in the game. But that's why some versions you have to beat the game one or two times yeah. before you're allowed to go to that. Yeah, I... Because with the knowledge I have from Zero, knowing what happened to her, mm-hmm. like it's 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 interesting because I guess before this, when did Zero Zero came out after Unlimited Blade Works, right? No, really. So so it goes Fate Stay Night with two, Studio. Entire game comes out. Studio Dean puts out their adaptation. Then we go Zero UBW and then fourteen. 
Heffetsfield. Yes. It's like having a fucking encyclopedia on right. staff. I love it. All right, weird. <laughs> so, okay, I mean, I guess I guess you would sort of know then if you did watch Zero before this, which... I mean, you would, yeah, you would have at this point if you were a fan, you you would have seen. You would it. have some context, it, but they would not necessarily know all the crazy shit that happened with Studio yeah. Dean. Yeah, honestly. no, but like yeah. if you watched Dean, then Zero, and then Unlimited Blade Works, you'd be like, well, well what about Sakura? Where's? Well, I, if, like, oh, here's if you were that big of a nerd, you would also know about the like light novel paths. That's true. Like you that, would have that read that true. shit already. Can we just say that I guess Studio Dean did the first playthrough on their file and they didn't know what the optimal route was, so they just <laughs> skipped around a bunch of places. A little bit, I, yeah. I, uh, first playthrough of the on the game file, and then uh, uh, the next studio just picks it up and is like, hey, we'll continue good. on from here. Now, I want to touch on something. The, the focus of this being a light novel is which... Which romantic interest gets pursued based on the storyline? Well, what do we think about that? Um, it, it's a good differentiator to just like tell the casual fan, oh, in this route, he fucks her. Uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, yeah, that's about <laughs> half, like or one third of the point of fate yeah. light novels is one, we bring back dead heroes, <laughs> two, two, they fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a, as a differentiator for just <laughs> describe it to a basic fan or what or someone trying to get into it, it works real well. The thing is, he, uh, Nasu didn't want to make this uh, an Eero gay game or anything. He so, didn't want to add any of that stuff. Then why did he? Because it? it sold. <laughs> he knew it would make money, and he knew it was a good way to get his uh, story out there. So. Fuck it. <laughs> Sex sells. Well, yeah. yeah. But um, I feel like it's the differentiator. It's like who it focuses on. Like because the or like who has like more of the character development or growth. Because I feel like the Dean route is the Saber route. A lot of people think this is the Rin route, but it's really the Shiro route. And then really get- is like obviously the Sakura route. Yeah. Um, Each one has a it has major story focus outside of the girls uh like you were saying this one is all about shiro uh you get all of all of his thoughts everything here (laughs) you if you watch this one you know shiro emia inside and out (laughs) by the end of it so now you go through any of the other outs you don't have to ask the question of what would he do it's clear what he's supposed to be doing so that way, when he when he's like acting out of character or something, now the question is, what are the extenuating circumstances making him act like this, and why is that affecting him? I I can say though, um, and I appreciate that I got to watch the Dean version before this one, which I did hear that like that that was something that you should do is watch the Dean version before you watch Unlimited Blade Works. Because like you Thank get you to spend friend. time with other characters who tragically die in this in this route. <laughs> I'm like, dang, everybody's dead, but the one person I wanted to die. Hmm. Because <laughs> <Sad. laughs> <laughs> I'm like, woo, like 
Yeah. yeah. At least at least we got to spend time with those characters and learn about their struggles, and that actually made their deaths yeah. a little bit sadder in this this one. But if it makes you feel any better, well, in every iteration, my favorite character dies. At least she gets a happy ending in the end. <laughs> sure. Is that what we're calling it now? Or do, if if I'm uh, thinking of the right character, I'm sure. pretty sure I am. I don't know. So all I'm saying is, oh, oh, I know. Okay, no, yeah. Writer gets smoked. Uh, oh, yes. Before totally we move on. Right. Like, the, writer gets done yeah. dirty in this. Uh, yeah. So before we move on from the waifus we know so far, Rin or Saber, how do we feel about the the connection to Shiro Emiya? Like, which one do you vote between the two? We haven't seen Heaven's Field. We all haven't seen Heaven's Field. So just, just split mm. the difference between the two. Yeah. Um, as far as like story potential if they were to go into like in more depth stuff saber's the way to go with that yeah but i also feel like say uh not to say either choice is wrong (laughs) or anything but in that sense i feel like saber's a more safer choice in that that aspect even though i've known a lot of people who will say like rin's just your classic sundere so not not much more than that i because of how in-depth they give you into her, like, personality and everything in this, I feel like the show is a counterbalance to that in and of itself. And, yeah, I, I love Ren. <laughs> Ren would easily be my choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta I gotta give it to Ren as well. Um, <laughs> only because Saber is a two-dimensional character. Um, very yeah. literally. Um, but so is Ren. But, like, Saber's really just kind of like, yo... And it's not Saber's time, you know? Like, Saber doesn't want that either. Rin needs, like... I mean, everybody in the series needs love. Uh, I saw a Studio (laughs) Dean's version, uh, but no, continue. (laughs) Yeah, and um, honestly, like, the character development on Rin, and also once you, like... Also, the fact that, like, it's obviously Rin, because if we're being technical, getting into um, it, like, Archer came back for her... Even though it looks like, you know, it was because of the gym and all that, you find out it was really because of Rin. Like, her affinity pulled him out of the, like, whatever the heroes are stashed at was, like, his affinity and stuff yeah. for Rin. So. The um, throne of heroes. Yeah. The, his ability to even be, kind of, his ability <laughs> to even be summoned is a convoluted f- whole mind fuck. <laughs> and Rin Which, is technically the only person we, who can summon him. Because of that reason. Part of the reason is because of the catalyst. Part of the reason is because of their connection. Yes. <laughs> I think we should get into that. Let's say unless you're you, on the moon. Or the end, you, but not quite yet. Unless okay. you're on the moon. <laughs> unless you're on the moon, then you could summon all the servants. Dude, all the okay. everything and every time. Okay. And have them you, fight each other. Strange. Just. You are not ready for the moon. I've Just been you, to the moon. I know about blood. the moon. Sort you, of. Know about, you know about the moon? I I've promise you, you don't know enough. I've played those two games <laughs> that came out. I know things-ish. Okay. Uh, Zog, I appreciate <laughs> oh, your you point. Crazy bastard. About uh, Rin being the quote-unquote basic Sunderay, but not really... Because of the setup and our history and explanation for why she is this way, right? It's a combination mm-hmm. of her upbringing and status as like a high level mage, but also like PTSD. not having the 
guidance. Yes, yes, absolutely. The trauma she's had from from having to give away her fucking sister and also her dad going off to fight a fucking wizard war and then dying and then her mom being murdered and then living her life for 10 years with the vendetta of getting back to the grail to change shit. Her mom was a murder. Oh, well, Uh, she's a vegetable. She wouldn't say. Oh, no, she She got... Uh, yeah, she got choked out, basically became a vegetable, died like a year or two later. Oh, well, yeah. Was she but she was, during all of this, she was also raised by the homicidal murderous priest that killed her father. Yeah. Fake priest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, real priest. No, real priest. He's, a real, he's a real priest. Yeah. A real yeah. fake priest. Real. It's what Ren a, calls him, so fake priest. Oh, uh, right. Well, that's because he's also a Satanist. He's mm. sanctioned by the church. That's all it's that matters. <laughs> The church got blown up. Doesn't mean <laughs> he killed his dad anyway. Mm. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I I appreciate the nuance that comes along with the the yeah. the face value trope that is Ren. Ren has yeah. more more depth to her that we get to explore if yeah. we so well want to. If we don't want to pay attention, well, it's under it, which is yeah, which is just, also fine. There's so that's much. That's where you shit get the here. stereotype for. So, um, she starts Kaya. off as definitely. Like a major tsundere, like, oh, that's going to be annoying. But then she gets a lot better as time goes on. And I would have to say that I do kind of prefer Ren. I was like, if he, if Amy were to get with anybody, Ren has to be it. Cause, but then I haven't watched the movies yet. So I don't know. I could be. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But also, uh, Static, I also appreciate your point that the fact that Saber is really single note character. Like can, can committed to chivalry and and doing her duty and at least the challenge in in Studio Dean's OG Fate route like yeah cool great that's the the crux of the plot is doing your duty and and like accepting help and also committing yourself and great 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 but here it's yeah. just you know uh, I, I can't uh, help like I'm not really a saber fan. But I can't help but feel Saber got so hoed in this series. She did nothing until like near the end. That was that, I'm like, is Saber going to do anything? That ah! is, yeah, I feel that. And that is entirely because Shiro was her master. Not even kidding. Because Shiro sucks at magic and magecraft so bad he has no skill in it. That reflects on her and her abilities as his servant. Because, uh, when Rin becomes her master in this route, she has all her power available. She's top tier servant at that point. <laughs> Hell, she might have been able to take on Berserker one on one. Well, yeah. Oh, Berserker. Anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> he said no. no. All right. Um, I, I want to touch just, on. Uh, I'm just. I want to touch on one thing specifically. Okay. <clears throat> A lot of characters in the UBW route get waxed yes yeah they do all right so so Ryder gets waxed off camera but then we see yeah then we see Elias Field gets squished that poor girl girl. gosh along with plenty others man yeah her two maids (laughs) get just fucked and wrecked oh my god I'm like can I I I know okay and I know you've said this before. I just want to see what a normal Grail War looks like. There is no BS. normal Grail War, dude. dude no, dude. dude that's <laughs> what why does it we start. Like? 
That's why we started you out with Fate Zero. That's a normal Grail War to them. Well, that's that's the most normal a Grail War is usually fought. Outside of the ending, just being like, no, refuse the Grail because it's corrupt. Normally, Which, it's just that's how you fight it. You win the Grail, huzzah! Okay, hold on. I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but please do. Oh gosh, okay. Mm-hmm. I. Only now, maybe I don't... Okay, I, I feel like I've only scratched the surface to what this Holy Grail thing is even supposed to be. Which Probably. is like, this one explained it a little bit more. But I still have no freaking clue what the whole... Why do we keep fighting this thing if it's corrupted? Why do we keep trying to make wishes? Who keeps not telling people we, about this? Uh, the church, and we fight for it because what else are we going to do for magic? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kind of, yeah. But it's and they also don't magic. know. It's uh, a. <laughs> it's like the worst kind of magic. Yeah, this whole system was built. They go in depth on it in Heaven's Field, of and course. you will you will get your explanations there ah. <laughs> <laughs> to the corruption and everything. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is that they can't even. No matter how powerful your magecraft is, unless you're a fucking witch like Medea. You're not doing something on that level. You're not stopping time. You're not doing that level of crazy shit. And why wouldn't you want to do that? <laughs> Especially if it, all you got to do is risk the lives of people out from history that you just ja- that you just steal and throw in, into a war they have nothing to do with. But then though that's used to power the thing, I get that. But I just, I, you know, the moon makes more sense. Let's take me back to the moon. <laughs> It doesn't make when, any more when sense. The moon, when the moon makes more sense. Then oh there's a computer God. on the moon that could summon the servant. Sure, I, I, I that's fine. Whatever. That's this whole lesser grail, grand grail thing does it. <laughs> I think. I think that's grand order. Yeah. Uh, Jack me not, into the moon. Not matrix. really. Uh, <laughs> the moon cell is um, fate extra. That one is a. Uh, you got the basics of that one down. I, because um, while I played the games, I would hope I'd have something of it. <laughs> but like, I I don't know. Like, I, I maybe when I watch Heaven's Feel, it'll, it'll make a lot more sense. But I was still like, what the crap is this now, Grail? Why is there a lesser and greater Grail? And why is it they hate each other and try to kill everything? Ah. Now these all of these routes and everything are just adaptations. So mm. they have to streamline some things, change some things, and um. Just cut them some things out. So yeah, there may be some things that by this point go playing through the visual novel, you'd complete you may completely understand. That's just not here in the anime because it wasn't uh important to the story that was actually being told here, but it's important to the whole world building and lore. The best advice I can give you is either play the visual novel or no. wait till Heavens Feel. Uh, I'll, I'll wait till Heavens Feel. Let's go. Uh, I'm ready for but sadness uh, if you haven't noticed it already each route is darker and crazier than the last one <laughs> i mean once we so i was kind of waiting i was like i knew fate i know it's messed up as people have told me and when <laughs> when gilgamesh shoved the heart into his stomach and he just went like <laughs> i said there it is that's what i was yeah. waiting for that's w- messed up right there they That's body horror. <laughs> yeah. They just went full Akira with that. It was nasty. Okay. It was hot. No. I, 
<laughs> I want to touch on something that I noticed in my rewatch. Okay. That yes. I think sets up for Heaven's Field. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see your opinions of this idea. But, okay. So we open the show in the first seven episodes because uh, I was very passionate about my rewatch. Also very realistic with the fact that I'm a lazy asshole. Um, so we, I'm at the beginning of the series, we introduce these characters and we're going through the whole building up to the Grail War. We're introducing a very, you know, various masters. We got a lot of Rin at the beginning and in like a home scene with Emiya and uh, Sakura, Sakura's hand has some some kind of marking or bruising on it. And Emiya looks and he's like, did, did your brother hurt you again? And she's like, no, no, my brother did not hurt me again. And we go down this story thread that is Emiya accusing um, Shinji. Shinji Matoi of, uh, of hurting Sakura, who is his adopted sister. But okay. I don't think that he put his hands on her. I think because the Matoys are a magicless family, they use the magic of to- the Tosakas to summon Ryder. That is fair. That is. I will tell you that. That's fair. Uh, and if you've, we've all watched Fate Zero, so. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she had to be taken into that family. For myriad of reasons I will not get into until we come back to this podcast to talk about Heaven's Feel. <laughs> but how do I put this? It's I'm not off base, but it don't I don't have the full picture. I'm just saying save it for Heaven's Feel because you, you gotta go in blind. You gotta go yeah. in blind. And I swear if you go to the wiki, I will I'm already there. <laughs> <laughs> I will it, go it, find Akurai and get the end of JoJo's yeah. and ruin it for uh, you. And I will study traditional fuck. Japanese and be like, Joe Star was the only Jonathan all along. All I'm saying is I don't think you could ruin JoJo's because I don't think it really has care. much of a point, which is yeah. the fun part about it for me. That, like, yeah. there's no big pinnacle ending. Like, it just exists. It's not it's, like I'm waiting yeah. for One Piece to, like, conclude. I'll take all your courses like and demand tutoring for every single one of them. Fucking do it. Pay my bills. Anyways, uh, I will strive to not spoil myself more Good. than having been a, a, a rewatcher. But well, I noticed uh, this and I'm like, mm. that's about all I noticed. Um, <laughs> that's fair. Hmm. I don't have a good way to give you an answer to any of that. Which is okay. It's for the best. Yeah. yeah. I was just, just like, well, that, that was the unfinished story thread. Good job, everybody. We did it. Let's <laughs> wrap it up. We didn't get to finish that one. <laughs> well, if you want everything wrapped up in a nice bow, it requires more than one go through. <laughs> and sometimes life just doesn't give you closure. You just got to deal with the emptiness. Yep. Yep. So one depression. other big thing. You said question? Nope. Depression. What depression. Speaking of uh, depression. What no, we main- haven't even touched that yet. <laughs> One major big reveal that we find out. So in Studio Dean's route, we have Archer, who is the bone of his sword. Uh uh And he croaks fighting. He croaks fighting Berserker. That is Hercules. 
Took out but, five of his lives, though. Good on him. Yep. And and throughout this, we don't ever get uh, revealed who exactly historically this archer is. But in UBW, we sure as fuck do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the big reveal, spoilers, is One that... One of the worst kept secrets. <laughs> it really is. Shiro Emiya <laughs> is Archer. From yep. the future? Archer. Where in the future? What? Yeah. The past the future? The present future? We don't yeah. know. It was a future. Uh, Archer slash heroic spirit Emiya is literally just a later, more mature version of Shiro. A more tan. More tan, lighter hair, redder clothes. Licked hair back, you know. Is he somehow found hair gel in the Middle East? Which it's like, in this one, I I kind of, because I already kind of knew who Archer was. Like, it was kind of spoiled for me, but it's like not a big deal. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, so this one, like, oh, well, he's an archer class because when he was in high school, he took archer club. That's why he he's an archer. Archery. He did a good well, bow and then he quit. But he's an archer class because that's why. <laughs> he laughed. I well, mean, I'm like, wait, uh, when I don't remember it. this in Dean. Okay. Wait, is he, did you see the archery club of D? I don't remember. No, so, we didn't have any back. Oh, okay. He was archer, yeah. but he, we didn't have any explanation for it. Yeah. So. yeah. And another thing is that um, it says like I think it's like either fate apocrypha or like one of the like other fates that it said like that sometimes your weapon class is not always dictated to what you are proficient in. It's what you have an emotional attachment to as well, and. Mm-hmm. That's how they kind of explain him with the archery thing, because archery club was like the one thing that he like wanted to do for himself and that enjoy that he kind of quit because uh, Matoy bitch um, Shinji or Shiki or whatever Shinji was is. Shinji was kind of a bitch and he got injured a whole and bitch. he basically gave up on what he liked to follow a dream. But he was the best. It wasn't that he was just kind of good at it. He was like naturally the best in the whole archery club without really like putting forth that much effort. So it makes to sense. Qu- but yeah, to just, quote a parody series, he was basically Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah. Plus, like, did he was he even really an archer anyway? As in, he was more so a he, he Swiss Army knight. Well. <laughs> He could shoot a he, sword if he wants to as well yeah. on the bow. <laughs> also shoot a he, beam he, cannon. He didn't even have to shoot it. He he could just summon it and launch it. And honestly, if you can call Gilgamesh an archer, you can call him an archer. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, why? Because I know yeah. of certain other classes that probably Gilgamesh would fall better into. But. Yeah. Plus, uh, as Grand Order, <laughs> if you play the mobile game or just watch some of that stuff. Uh, has shown you can have the same exact servant in a different class. They'll have different abilities and noble phantasms and stats, but it's the same exact person just at a different stage in their life. I'm going to go with Gilgamesh wouldn't really work as another class because he shoots his fucking catalog of weapons without (laughs) touching them. The only thing he touches 
is 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 his his noble phantasm yeah. gay bowl wait that, no wrong one sorry nope that's a yeah I know, I know i know eilish something something it's a spinning the dimension spinner sword aya it's aya yeah uh, that one i yeah and that just shoots a fucking like murder beam also a projectile so yeah boom and unravels go. reality e. yeah you know casually boom, boom. Uh, yeah <laughs> Well, you know, which these gifts from the gods. <laughs> Could you imagine though if somehow, some way, like some kind of card game collector person just got brought back as a heroic spirit and that was their ability was to launch all their card collections at people or something? I'm pretty sure they'd be they'd be a caster and just summoning monsters all over the place. Maybe. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There like I said earlier, there's a Massive convoluted answer as to why Shiro and Archer and all of that shit <laughs> is the way it is. The short version is uh, heroic spirits are supposed to be dead and have done great deeds in their life and they get recorded into history magically, but they're supposed to be dead. Shiro didn't die. He got brought into that shit while he was still alive. Because yeah, of his I, will so to be a hero. Boom. And he got brought into it by a different force that actually records these things. So which they don't explain really they don't that explain. it's just yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's an orb and it goes around and says, You are chosen. I'm going to touch all over your face and record you. <laughs> it's like, no. I can, I can get it. I could get into all of that, but we'd be here for like another 20 minutes. <laughs> Short version, TLDR, magical bullshit is bullshit, but it's always going to end up that way, and you're always going to make deals with the devil doing it. <laughs> I can I can make he, uh, up a fate and, story right now. Yeah, and because he uh, was technically still alive, he retains all of his memories, even after he's been summoned and disappears. Except when he doesn't, like this If, if you're talking about the different routes and whatnot. No, at the beginning of this one, he didn't have his memories of who he was. He doesn't He's, tell us. He, he said he didn't have his memories. Um, fuck Shiro Emiya. Every yeah, single yeah, exactly. one. Of he them. was, you know, pretty much just fuck shit. Like, awesome. Every, that's why you'll have have him show up in different games, being like, "I'm nameless. I'm heroic spirit Emiya. I'm an assassin, but I know all these archer tricks." Static. It's, also, there's like the fact that so when hero like every hero also has their own wish as well to be granted. And since Shiro's wish was pure of not having a wish, but just wanted to have a peaceful world. That's kind of why he was chosen as well, because he was the only true mm-hmm. selfless, quote, hero of justice in the world. Yeah, but it's and just he, anime shonen bullshit, really. Honestly, kind of honestly, because you got a major shonen protagonist thrown into a shoujo mess. And <laughs> can I say, I do appreciate the fact that this route, at least, or at least this adaptation kind of explains why Shiro starts getting at least somewhat decent with magic. It's like, oh, you're you awakened the dormant circuits inside you. That's now here. Let me push a button and all right, you're good to go. Your arms not numb anymore. I was like, okay, we didn't explain yeah. that last time. He was just like, well, I'm going to do this now. I'm like, okay. Well, I thought the explanation previously and you know, 
we have so much of this shit we've watched. <laughs> um, I thought the explanation from previously was that it was he had he was misunderstanding the type of magic he was using. Right. Yeah. So it wasn't actually reinforcement magic. He later figured out it was actually creation magic that helped him grow. Sort of. Um he doesn't exact he projects. He like makes illu- illusionary projections. Yeah. And then he yep. hardens them into uh, real objects. He's really good with swords and blades, specifically because Kiditsugu put Avalon inside of him. <laughs> that, again, not to bog down too many lore details and whatnot. <laughs> every living thing has an origin. It's a special power inside of him. His changed into swords when that thing got put inside of him. <laughs> So every human has a full bring and that manifests. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, because of that, he's really good at using the swords and projections and whatnot. Um, and the hardening and reinforcement stuff just helped him create the weird nonsensical magic he uses. The major thing he was doing wrong was that he was forcing the magic through into his body and basically treating it like a life or death situation every time he did it. (laughs) But because of that, that also heightened his awareness and his senses to magic. So as a servant with all those crazy ass reflexes and physical abilities, he's got shit stats, but can perform on par with the best of the best. (laughs) That sounds like Emiya to a T. Shit yeah, really stats. <laughs> Still a shonen hero. Yeah. Wow. It's um, like... I. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I, I, I am of two minds of this. Okay. One, I appreciate Shiro Emiya as this basic bland shonen hero that we also get like a deeper backstory because. In the beginning time we spend with him, tragedy happens, but he doesn't have much of a personality. He's a good dude, able to fix shit, doesn't have any magic. He's the Naruto of fate. Going to my sword. Oh, he has a a beast inside of him? Well, the beast beast is fucking time travel and other magical bullshit. (laughs) Which we get to, right? We we have we see more of him kind of struggle with his convictions and his commitment to being a hero of justice and and the way that he witnesses that ideal Mm -hmm. change in a different way and a different age that Karitsugu gets challenged. Um, and then we also add on to his, his growth, uh, the whole idea that he winds up eventually becoming such an important figure to at least somebody that he becomes a fucking hero of justice and winds up being a servant. So we don't have the two dots connecting, but we know they eventually probably do. Oh, wait. And I think that is an interesting thing. The time travel shit, the lack of explanation and the way this fits with the rest of the lore in a convenient way to understand right now. <laughs> this right. is the thing that is bothersome to me. Oh, but I, I enjoy gonna... the I, I enjoy the character. Strange. Go ahead. I was going to say, I thought he did die eventually, though, while he was doing the teleporting hero thing. 
he, like, he um, teleported to a different age, got betrayed, then hung. Yes, but no, it okay. Heroic spirits and just servants in general are they basically like saved files on your computer. They're just saved at that point in history, yeah. right before they died or whatever. Mm-hmm. Since he was alive and whatnot, he kind of is, but is also receiving updates as he goes. He remembers all of those experiences and everything, but um, he more or less will default back to this other form anytime he quote unquote dies. Since he didn't actually die when he was chosen and became this thing, he is neither living nor dead. Unknown to death, but nor to life. That's why that line is specifically in there, in his chant. I have forged over a thousand blades. (laughs) Steel is my body and fire is my blood. (laughs) What a time. And the big reveal. The big reveal with with his actual reality marble fucking noble phantasm and we get the speech again the motherfucking prayer <laughs> it goes fucking hard it does that, that's my shit man i love it i was like oh he's saying the line <laughs> doing the thing people die when they are killed <laughs> oh. uh, yeah how do y'all feel about um archer though like do you think he was betrayed Rin? do you think that he really cared about her through and through like i mean i'm sure he cared but he he you know overall i like i like i was like okay uh what let me gather my thoughts okay please do archer probably is still my favorite servant oh like just because i just like the way you know he like i like his weapons and style and everything but this one i was like he's really not kind of a douche bucket Mm-hmm. In this series, and I'm like, he's kind of like not in my favor right now. I'm kind of teetering towards like Caster. I was like, yo, Caster's pretty cool. Caster's got like the whole flying cape thing with the multicolors and shooting lasers and got this whole plan and roll blade rule breaker is pretty cool. But then I don't know. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> Archer, you're not doing me any favors right now. You're being kind of kind of a jerk. And then he's like, oh, I'm not a jerk. Now I'm back to being a jerk. <laughs> you mind. That's my secret, Rin. I was always a jerk. <laughs> always a jerk. I mean, when Rin Tosaka was your significant other at some point, makes sense. Makes sense. Um, yeah. But, but yeah. Um, I really can't say too much about like my feelings of like his true motives because I feel like the best Archer, in my opinion, we haven't seen yet. Um, based off his feats and things that he did. But which is weird because mm-hmm. you think this would be the best archer that we see. Uh, but I mean, you see the no, most this, of them here. Yeah, we see a fuck lot of Shiro Emiya like that. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. Also, I love the way he smiled at Rin when he died or faded yeah. away. Like, and we saw, like, okay, like that was, I don't know. You can't tell me that he didn't care about Rin, like, most of all. Like, most satisfying I, moment when he went, he said, Boop! Right to Gilgamesh's forehead. I was like, yes! That's what I've been waiting for this whole time. I'll, I'll just cut off my arm. Eh. Or this. <laughs> yeah. I, for the longest time, like with Strange, just this version of Shiro Archer was my favorite character in Fate. 
um i think as a as time has gone by and everything i've sort of like mellowed and i've seen more and more i've sort of mellowed away from that but like i i still love this love this character especially in this route just because of how introspective it is i'm also a sucker for the dark mirror kind of like trope in writing so to see it play out here as not only a dark reflection but a mentor figure to like boost shiro up and make him better (laughs) to actually challenge him on his ideals his morals and everything no i feel that i'm here for this (laughs) and i gotta be i mean Right, I, I I feel you, but also the fact that the first challenge to the ideals was we're going to have an argument, and then I'm gonna cut you in the fucking back as you walk <laughs> away, like like yeah. that's some Karitsugu shit. Like, all right, well, you want to be a hero of justice? Well, I will teach you the cost yeah. of of your ideals and not sticking to them. Well, that's kind of why Archer just lost his shit and wanted to basically suicide his way out of this uh because he had become so much like kiritsugu and just realized oh this is why dad gave up on this this is the stuff i wasn't ready for which is like super real because you think about it and it's like that whole thing itself because kiritsugu didn't start off being the way he was um, and the same thing with um, the priest dude, Kirei. Like, both of them had, like, noble causes at the beginning, but then they kind of deteriorated into this. And even though we saw with um, that with waxed. Archer as well. What? Uh, mm-hmm. He gets waxed. Yeah. So bad, this so, series. I said, yeah, this is what you get. Uh, I mean, which way is worse? Dying by a, serv- a servant the way he did? Or dying to Shiro Emiya in the Dean route. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's bad. I and I will say That's this: um, Gilgamesh is for the streets in every route. Mm-hmm. Um, Hercules had that W. Alexander the Great had that W, and I won't say who else had that W, but we know they had that W too. So Medusa, anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm, Medu- I'm Medusa here. just is a W. <laughs> Except, Not until him. Except, except the right. UBW. She's, UBW. Except in, she gets done so dirty. She Holy shit! Done. When that neck turns round and round, uh, uh, yeah, uh, it was when the head went like. I said, yeah, no. I, just, I, I can't wait till we get to Heaven's Field. Writers, writers up there for me. I call dibs on Heaven's Field, by the way. Oh, you. There's three films. Yours. Thank God. Oh no. I'm going to be real with you. The best way to experience it is as a trilogy. Yes. All together. Like just pain. Um, I mean, it's no, no worse than watching 24 episodes. Yeah. It's less than this. Well, it's strange. Better not skip through any of the movies. (laughs) Yes, you did. No. Why are they in London? If you watched, you would have known, but I watched it. I literally did. Cause Uh Ren was like, I'm going to London. For, school first the school of people who made it out of the uh the fucking nerve gear what is so they need oh, to be made of <laughs> my god basically <laughs> Same basically which is just so ironic to think about it's like hey it's kind of like naruto vibes like hey naruto i know you just like saved us from this great war and aliens and you and sasuke are the strongest people in history but like 
you ain't no tuning, you dumb bitch. Read all these books before we worship you. <laughs> like, if I was Naruto, I would have let Karama out and just f- destroy the village at that so point. No, I was like, you telling me, Karama, Karama, this, you can complete your like, job that you started you six years eye. ago. I gave you an eye. I brought eye you back to life. Get treated like nah. Listen, demon coming listen, out, man. All I'm saying, all nine of them is is fucking Orochi. Orochi Maru was well read. You want him being your motherfucking Hokage? I tried to tell you. He was the smartest person in the village. Yeah. He was also the most sadistic. He was in, literally became the Hokage because yeah. he was there and not the weakest. Togi Rama became at least secession. Like, this bullcrap. Bullcrap. Anyway. Yeah, I'm not saying it's it's not systemic, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anywho. Uh, yeah. Um, um, I, I got to touch on one thing that I'm, I'm, I'm going to immediately forget. Okay. But. Yeah, I've forgotten. Damn it. That's, that's okay. I should have I should have written it down. <laughs> um it has to do with it has to do with Archer. Hmm. I'll come back to it. About him I shooting the ball. His fate sword. Yeah, his, his hair. Fit, his, that's it. At the very end where he's like, I no. guess I'll do my no, job. No, 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 no. Oh, it was a okay. This was uh We're going back to Fate Zero. Mm-hmm. And how how in in the different paths, uh, Karitsugu and uh, the priest whose name is a name, Kirei, Kirei, yes. <laughs> so so my argument here is that Karitsugu and Kirei are almost parallels, but the statement that they are both products of their environment. I don't think is is entirely accurate because Kirei is a fucking psychopath mm-hmm. where Karitsugu is fucked up because of his ideals and the way that he has experienced the world and his dad and that has shaped his actions. Yeah. Yeah. But Kirei is just fucked up from the womb. <laughs> yeah. More like Ki- Kirei was like, Honestly, I see Kirei as kind of that like repressed uh, Catholic school kid, <laughs> the one who was just like, "Hmm, I just want to see what's gonna happen over here." That's not what Jesus said, and he got beat for it. Um, <laughs> but so he learned how to be like, so he was just super prim proper for the longest time, and then when Gilgamesh was just like, "But why not? But why not do this though?" Yo, and he yeah. found out how like funny, how like sadistic he can actually be yeah like you he can just experience the, it. yeah you can experience the pleasures of life that's the whole point of living and with that kirei got pleasure out of being a fucking psychopath yeah. <laughs> so my argument is that Ooh. he's a psychopath yeah you know you know what karitsugo I... learns the way of his thing but not necessarily uh it, kirei uh they're... strange yes yeah, sorry literally just remembered uh, Media's whole like how she got to where she was like at the temple. Uh, yeah, the backstory that was messed her, up as well. I said, oh, her first master. Her first master was just a hoe who couldn't like take a uh, take criticism. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, an all powerful servant from the Holy Grail knows how to do a thing better than me that I've spent all this money on. I hate it. I summoned a caster servant that's good at magic. What do you mean she's better at me than magic? (laughs) I don't understand. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, oh, that's the truth. That that guy needed to die anyway. Yeah. yeah. That 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 was too many orphans. Um, <laughs> he did too much with those orphans. But yeah, I and I I'm just like upset because Elias Phil's death, man, was just so heart wrenching, and like Hercules went off. He even had like a tenth labor. They added a whole thing to his lore just so he could be out here. Like, and Gilgamesh is just like playing the game with. He's a pay to win character, and Hercules is out here grinding <laughs> from like level one, like doing all the extended routes, well, double XP weekends, like. And Gilgamesh is just a hoe, and then how he just ripped the grill out of little little Ilias Field, man, just uh, I hated it, and like. The thing that pains me the most about the uh, Eliminate Blade Works route is that Cheryl never gets to know that that's his sister. Like, mm. it's just like, ugh, it's painful. Like, I'm just like, I wish, I wish he would have known or something. It's just like she turned out to be like a psychic, like say, uh, sadistic little girl. She, yeah. I, th- I think at least with the anime adaptation, I don't think we have enough runtime or we don't choose to spend the runtime on that plot point. It's definitely a choice because it was like said in Dean in like two minutes. I was like, oh, and 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 we, you know, in Dean, we spend a lot of time with them interacting with each other. But in in UBW, we we have this line where Elias Field, because I watched the first seven episodes, it comes to mind. Um we have this line where Elias feels like, yeah, I've seen this guy before and we've talked before and it's the first time we're, we're interacting with, uh, with the, with Shiro and Archer. Well, with Archer and Hercules and then Shiro and, uh, Saber. It's like the first time. And, and it's an interaction between, uh, between Ilias Field and Rin, and and it's a dialogue. You know, you want to introduce yourself again, and she's like, "Well, maybe I've already talked to him before, but I I'd, I'd introduce myself to that boy, but not you. I'm gonna kill you." Yeah, I feel like this is something that we just passed over in the anime adaptation that may be touched on again in the uh, actual light novel route. It's as far as this route goes, since it's so integral to like Shiro understanding himself and his ideals, adding extra stuff like that, that wouldn't really affect it would just be like a side quest. So it runtime wise, it was probably one of the first things I would get cut. And I feel like that they could have written a story and by they, I mean, you know, either you be the either you photobulls at adaptation or uh, not to could have written a story where the whole fact that Karitsugu had this child that was an adoptive relative of Shiro might have been relevant in a, a real impactful way to the characters themselves like progression. But it's more of a, 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 a touching point to make a connection between two characters and it's never really elaborated on. It's like it, it, it's really only there for Ilias Field's motivation to go kill everybody. Like because my dad left and she ch- like he chose Emiya 
Um, I'm gonna go oh be friendly friendly but also kill everyone because my job is to be the fucking grail vessel to yet again quote a parody of this that I found uh, she really wanted to show him that her dad could kick his dad's ass (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) just the their their dads are the same yeah their dad's are the same, but Heracles was more of a dad to Ilya than Kiritsugu because he was actually there. Oh, oh. I mean, he oh, was there. It wasn't. <laughs> I mean, they forced it. They forced him to be there. Yeah, that's why Fate Zero is so important. Like at the end there, but like he was still. There. It's like the whole Boruto. He well, tried. not quite like the whole Boruto thing at all. But he was there for most of her life at that point. Yeah, for a few years, early years, and he he did try to go back. He often tried to go back there, but no one ever told Ilya that. In fact, it was told to her that he never came back, that he just adopted a son and was just like, eh, this is my life now. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate the Einsvilles or Einsbergs or whoever they are. They know who they are. But yeah. Um. So did y'all have like a favorite fight or favorite character before we wrap it up? Like favorite servant, you know, favorite fight scene or servant from this adaptation? We know Strain said Archer still by you, Kels. My my you know what my favorite character was the archery friend. A <laughs> <laughs> um, random girl? Let me take a look. Yeah, the random girl. Like no but no cap Ayako. this time. No no cap this time. Ayako. Yeah. The one yeah, who uh, got her like the one who got the like blood psyched out or whatever. Yeah, that that yeah. was like getting fucked with in the uh, in the school. Um, yeah, I think her name was Ayako. Like that was, I really liked Ayako in that it gave a basic ass person for Shiro to relate to. It grounded us in reality. This character and and Ayako's concern for you know not only her club and uh, Sakura but also. Like worry, you know, worrying about if Shiro's gonna come back to the archery club. I appreciated her, and it was one of those things that, like, I wish she was like a real love interest. Mm. Like it wasn't just, mm. and we're fucking in this route. Uh, <laughs> it went, that, like this we spent a little, like we spent a little bit more time kind of toying with the the okay. Who's it gonna be? Can it be this regular ass girl, or can it be the fucking magical girl? We know which answer it's going to be. I don't blame them for that, but I do appreciate this character for like existing and and, and having more of a grounding route. In the same way that we have that kind of grounding character uh, with the big sister teacher uh, character, yeah. uh, Fujine. Yeah, I, I really, I really like. Uh, I love. I don't Taiga. know. Fucking, come coming off the top of the dome here. I, lo- I love the grounding, folks. As we go off and tell fucking time travel bullshit. He's not actually dead. He's but he's dead. But also like, shut the fuck up fuck, and deal with it. It's the same <laughs> character. Don't worry about it. Yeah. 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 Um, the grounding character is my favorite. I hate how Kukulane doesn't get any love in this podcast. Like no one said anything about him. This podcast. What the what the well, fuck hey, is a Kukulane? He's the Lancer. Lancer. He's the guy who has the awesome opening fight with um, Archer and Saber. 
I mean, after Fate I mean, Stay Night. Fuck. Yeah. Well, and honestly, to be fair, Fate Stay Night itself doesn't show Kukulain any love. No. Yeah. Like, I liked him a lot so better in this cool. route. Definitely. Like, he got a little bit more respect for me just because he was like, nah, she's cool. I'm gonna stick with her, you know, like whatever. Screw my other master. He's he's kind of a douche bucket. But like I I liked him a bit better, but yeah, I mean, overall favorite. I mean, I so like in this route, Hercules got a lot better for me. I was like, okay, cool. And then Kukulain yeah. also got a lot better for me in this one. And Caster. Pretty much yeah. Assassin just kind of stayed assassin. Like I was like, yeah, That's he's fair. still the same, like, oh, I'm not real. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Uh, same same song, slightly different note this time, but yeah, yeah. He never show. I've never seen him show back up in any of the other fate stuff. Cause, well, I kind of appreciate that just because of the way that his character exists, and also you and I don't know the depths of this lore, no, my uh, guy. Absolutely not. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Uh, yeah. But I, you know, again, in, in the same way that I, I, I talked to him in our uh, Sudan episode, I really like, in the same way we go off the rails with Shiro Emiya, this fucking spirit Emiya, we also have this thing with Caster where she didn't summon a real, like, historical figure. She summoned the like the culmination of every fictional swordsman ever published in this one one person which is why he's able to do this crazy bullshit three sword strikes in the same time reality shit because it's not real (laughs) and and i just love that whole idea that okay well we're gonna draw from shit that doesn't factually or didn't factually exist but it's here true True. Um, Which I'm still waiting for the servant that could summon a giant robot mech. I'm still waiting. Don't for that get that already excited, happened man. in Zero, bro, with Caster. You weren't paying attention. Yeah. It was Caster a soul robot, sort of. Yeah. It. I'm gonna be honest. It was such eldritch horror that I'm just like, he summoned Cthulhu. He just summoned Cthulhu. Okay. That was Cthulhu. No, he summoned a, a giant monster. Like, he didn't. <laughs> he did. He did pilot a G Gundam cell though. You yeah, were, he you, did. You got me there. You mean he was absorbed as a part of it, but <laughs> yeah, semantics. <laughs> yes, when, when they have a giant robot, I I agree. Strange, I will be excited for that. Mm. <laughs> oh, give, watch give Grand me Order. Fucking, what the fuck is a Grand? <laughs> there's uh, actually which grand one. Order? For, yeah, there's actually a um, yeah, server that summons a mech. Yeah, there they have movies based around the uh, different stories in the game. And some <laughs> and some see, series. Kelsey's going to look it up right now. Stop. Big <laughs> 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 Grand Order Meg. Like, <laughs> I, I love all the side servants. Mecca Ellie Chan. And as a side note, with Camelot. <laughs> okay, this is fucking um, my life as a teenage robot shit. This is not a giant <laughs> robot. It's a robot <laughs> mech. And I don't know which one you're looking at, so it might not be the right one. I mean, I'm yeah. looking at Mecha Ellie Chan, the tight, like the, the dragon tailed mech girl. <laughs> That's one of them. But, anyways. Uh, yeah. Hercules. 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 Still disappointed. 
Did not did not see Neko Arcadia in this one. Shut don't up. know who Arcadia is. Still don't know why it's Cat Girl either. Don't know anything. I just know Neko Arcadia is in existence and controls like time and space for whatever reason. Hercules. Literally, who's <laughs> Hercules? Yes, because I, I was, was trying, trying to, to say to my point. favorite yeah, term yeah, yeah. it was. You kept talking about Hercules. Cat Strange. <laughs> Hercules in the podcast. Let's go. Goddamn. <laughs> but why though? Because Hercules, honestly, Hercules was just pure strength. He didn't rely on any tricks or plot or bullcrap. Like, and Elias feel like low-key best character. Like, honestly. Because she doesn't have all this bullcrap. And she's also Shiro's big sister. Ironically. Because she's older than him. Weird. Yeah. Also, yeah. as far as this series is concerned, Her- Heracles' best dad. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's just out here with a giant shiv and strength, man. And also, like, okay, he just stand there getting eaten up by wolves. Yeah, I'm gonna put this on the list. Uh, I'm gonna put this on the list. So best best dads in anime. <laughs> best dads in anime. Eric. Fucking berserker from from Fate Stay Night. And uh, that's the way he straight up defended her. Like, I'm sorry, he went out like a G out of all the servants. Like, he went out like a G. Like. He made Gilgamesh I, sweat. Yes. <laughs> it takes yeah. a lot to do that. <laughs> Almost, man. I guess second favorite servant was Lancelot, but he doesn't come back, I don't think. So, oh, well. No. no. Lancelot? He, he was just in zero. Yeah. Lancelot's cool. He but can he's not take in this, though. I know, but he's my second favorite. Anyways. That's okay. The, it's a scandal. You're back. wrong, don't, but it's okay. Just, you can be right. It's okay. It can be bizarre. <laughs> But shout out Xkandar. So yeah, um, Unlimited Blade works. Fate. Yeah. Night. One of my favorites. One of my favorites. I just lump all the Fate Stay Night into one when I put it in my top 10 category because I'm like, you I'm not doing this. To. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to be like part two, part three. Like they're all, if I had to only pick one, it would probably be Heaven's Field. But like they're all part of the same story. So they all go in there. But for the sake of my Annie list, yeah. it's Heaven's Fill. But um, yeah, yeah, shout out to UBW. Shout out to Strange's first um experience of UBW. And next, yeah, I'm excited was, to go into yeah. Heaven's Field and have not just Strange, but you as well, um, Kels, be completely in the dark <laughs> about what's happening. Hopefully, I don't yes. know. Which, completely in, in the, dark. the dark. I'll tell you, even if you read it, seeing it will blow your mind. Like, because I knew which, some things, and then <laughs> seeing it still, that, like, seeing is believing. I'm just that's like, uh, I would put get, it's it's going to be a trip. It is. If we get more body horror stuff, which I'm sure we will, that'll probably. Yeah. All I'm gonna <laughs> say is Heavensfield is the darkest of all the routes. Yay! Like, like, Yo, Kai, moving right. marathon. We yes, I was just shit. about to say that. Like right after I finish watching Evangelion in theaters in Destin, I'm gonna come home and watch Heavensfield so we can do it in January. Yeah, shit, I need to start our rewatch on that. All right, Kai, I need to ask you this question before we wrap up, okay. and I feel like there is only one other person who may know what we're describing. And that's probably for the best. Mm-hmm. You say it's the darker of the three routes. Okay. Compared to Uritsukidoji. I knew it. How dark. I knew it. it has, <laughs> how dark is Heaven's Field? It has some elements of that in there. 
Actually. Because we get some gnarly shit actually. in, like, the way the, the Ma toys work. And yeah. just um, anime in general. Yeah, one of the... It has some <laughs> scenes that could be an extra dozy, for sure. Okay. Uh, that one scene in particular, me, which is just... Yeah. Um... Maybe we should make Strange watch that before yeah. he goes into fate. I'm excited. Yeah. I want to be there when Strange watches. Side note, it. how do you spell that thing you just said? Don't. <laughs> I'll see you in the link. It's on our other. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to let him be scarred. <laughs> yeah. Scar me. We'll, we'll, we'll Scar tell you me. on the other half. At this point, I'm looking for stuff that hurts me. Let's go. Uh, you're lying, April. Yes, you were lying there. That is on my list. So. It'll hurt you, all right. <laughs> I was like, this isn't so bad. Episode 24. What the fuck, man? Oh, I gotta wait that long? Hmm. Well, no, but like, I just can't ever. I haven't been able to listen to piano music since. But anyway, so. <laughs> um, Anyways, yeah. yeah, we got we got an outro to do. I'm glad that it's spooky, but not the spookiest thing. Yeah, no, it's and very by spooky. I mean, gross. It's fire. Uh, it, yeah. Yes. All right. Wrapping this up because I got to make a phone call, apparently. Mm. Fuck. Um, Weird. All here on Content Breaker. You can catch us on all your podcasts, talking Spotify, and since Amazon Podcast at Content Breaker or Twitter, Instagram, YouTube as well. Content Breaker. Gentlemen, y'all have stuff too. Yes. You can find me at Static Dreads with a Z because I'm cool and that's where all my hot takes and stuff will be until Elon takes us to Twitter 2.0. Strange cool. Look for strangely entertaining on Twitch, YouTube. There you can find my Twitter and try to stream Tuesdays, nine o'clock central time. Yeah. Excellent. Zog, we have a plan that we wrote down at least two months ago. Mm-hmm. We'll see if we stick to it. What's next on the docket? Mm-hmm. We're going oh. back to Primal. That took you a second, didn't it? That took you a second, didn't it? Yeah, you almost got a heart. Primal. No, he, yeah. said, he said Mira, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah we're going like, back to Primal. <laughs> Mirai Shiki, we've done this one. <laughs> Lord. Um, yes, next week. Gendi Tartakovsky, season month two. No, but <laughs> Primal. Catch y'all next week on Content Breaker. <laughs>